What up, everyone? Welcome again to another episode of Nerds and the City, a Central Florida podcast talking about nerd cultures, movies, games, comics, and movie reviews. As always, this is your host, Tony, with Nikki. What up, bro? I'm good, man. I'm good. We we did take a two week hiatus. Uh, yes, we yes. Did. Uh, so I, my myself, and my wife, my my wife and I, uh, did uh c- came out positive with COVID. So we quarantined. We took care of ourselves. We it was pretty rough, you know, taking care of a baby at the same time. Luckily, she was negative throughout the whole process, and then we came back negative, and that's why we came back to recording this week. But let everybody know we're good. I'm glad uh, to see you again, man. I know, man. I, I know. Almost three weeks. Close to three weeks already. So, yeah. So, we are going to get vaccinated. Our appointment's on Friday. So, but how's everything been? How how have how much have you missed me for three weeks? <laughs> the silence says it all. <laughs> I kind of just, like, go numb. Like, you know, it's like, I, you know, it's like when, when, when I start getting emotional, like... <laughs> You know, I just, I just stop. I don't, I'm cold blooded. I don't know. You know, like, it's like, I do miss you, but I didn't let myself miss. I don't know. <laughs> I did miss you, but I didn't let myself miss you. Have you ever seen uh, Arrested <laughs> Development? There, uh, there's a character named Maybe. Yeah. And she was like, she made a reference to like that. Oh yeah. You know, you could just turn it off. I was like, what do you mean? Turn it off your heart. <laughs> like, what? Yeah. You know, you know, switch. I love you. Switch. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> no, of course I missed you, man. You yeah, know, like, yeah. Not uh, just not just podcasts, obviously all together, man. You know, I'm glad you you and your family are are better, healthy, and now I'm happy that we can uh, interact again. Yes, because you know I know for the last couple of weeks it was like, you know, like basically I only saw you from like a, a, a maybe a car window closed or something like that, or <laughs> from the your doorway of your home. That's it. Yeah, dropping <laughs> off stuff for me. You 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 came in clutch sometimes. Yeah, hey. you came in through the, with the ice cream one time. You also came through with some food, some packages. You you came in clutch, dude. I would go on a on a a maternity, uh, weird cravings run for your wife, basically for your wife, not even for mine. Like, <laughs> yo, she wants pickles, and I yeah, I'll be right there. I go, I go get it. That's fine. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Uh, it was crazy, but let us uh, let's talk uh, some current news or some topics that we are. Uh, making some money, a few announcements. Let's do it now. Uh, yeah. We are gonna do update our format. Yes, uh, is the same co- concept as what we're doing now, but we're splitting it up. We're gonna do two episodes a week. Mm-hmm. One episode is gonna be fully dedicated to topics and discussions that we found through Twitter, Instagram, TikToks, Facebook, just general Google searches on, on anything that's gonna- anything that's comic book, movie. Or gaming related, so we get more deep dive into discussions, and we're gonna do the movie or the Nikki reviews separate, so so it could have its own oh yeah its we're own gonna, time. We're gonna go spoilers and everything. Yeah, we're gonna go spoiler for. We're gonna go deep dive. We're gonna do more research on movies that we look into. So you, not only are you gonna get our review on it, our ideas, but also the concept of who wrote the movie and who created it, directed it, actors and everything culminating into that and with that hopefully we're going to get more guests on both sides or either one side on movie or more on the deep dive discussions and with that is going to come with new name change 
Yes. So be on the lookout for a new name. Uh, we're still in the process of working it out. We're mm-hmm. also in the process of refining our format, and you'll soon be hearing two episodes a week of us from so, two episodes a week. So for, as far as the name, I'm, I'm, I want something aggressive. <laughs> something aggressive. Yeah, like Viper. Something that stings. Something that just gets at Vi- you. Viper stings. <laughs> <laughs> What is yeah right? Some of the just, uh, just attacks uh, po- you. Poison Hawk <laughs> podcast. Uh, Tur- turtle snap power. <laughs> turtle snap pack. <laughs> turtle snap podcast. Turtle snap podcast. <laughs> that's not the name, guys. But let's. But somebody to- please take that name. I don't care what your topic <laughs> is. That is we'll, a cool we'll, name. We'll, take we'll, it. We'll subscribe to it and just to listen to it. So somebody just be like turtle snap power podcast. <laughs> Oh man! <laughs> All right, let's get into some topics. Let's, let's let's get into some some news. So, we uh, the the last podcast we did discuss um, Godzilla versus uh, Kong, Kong yeah. versus Godzilla. Yeah. So with the success of that movie and everything they did, was that they're creating a monster verse now? I thought so, they've been doing that though. They they were. There was they started with Skull Island when they, they then they did Godzilla and they were like, Oh, those two have fought in the past. Okay. So let's progress it into having them go into their own verse, like their the battle. So now the next iteration that they're potentially going into is gonna be Son of Kong. So that movie originally came back came out in the nineteen thirties or nineteen forties when the original Kong came out. They did a Son of Khan movie. So this one is supposedly this is just a rumor, but that's that's their way that they want to go with that Khan goes to Hollow Earth after their battle and he has a family. And then that's when his son comes out and the battle whatever he has to battle in it. But he's not gonna battle Godzilla, right? I hope not. I hope they don't do another like Godzilla versus Kong two, then there'll just be another stalemate. It's never they're never gonna have a winner. Mm-hmm. There's always gonna have a stalemate. I think this especially, movie- no, but especially because the whole idea is that this is son of Kong. Yeah, uh, you know, I'm guessing he's not as powerful. So to have it, Kong barely even stood to a standstill with with Godzilla. So to have his son do the same thing would just be redundant. Yeah, but I think they kind of blew their load with was it Godzilla? Was it Godzilla? Just number um King of Monsters. Like when. Did they have Godzilla and then Godzilla King of Monsters? Or I forget. Godzilla then Godzilla King of Monsters. So it was like there was three movies before this one. Two movies. Two. Okay. Yeah, because it was Godzilla then Godzilla versus. Uh, no, I'm saying, King, but it was, uh, you said it was Kong. It was Skull Island. Skull Island, yeah. And then it just went straight to to Godzilla King of Monsters. No, it went straight to um, Godzilla versus for Kong. It went from Kong. Yeah. Kong versus Godzilla, and then whatever's in third movie is for that. For Godzilla side, there was Godzilla. Then Godzilla, uh, King I mean. of the Monsters. That's, okay, that's what I mean. And then Godzilla is the third movie. No, because that's what I'm saying. They, did they blow their load with Godzilla, King of Monsters? Because they had an array of monsters on that one movie, and they all kind of bowed down. So I'm like, it would be cool, interesting, if they kind of introduced little by little, but they kind of just, all of them out on one shot. Yeah. So, I mean, is it maybe hopefully one of those characters or maybe something new? I don't know. They might introduce new character, new monsters, mm-hmm. I'm hoping. Or... Like how they usually do with, with um some movies like MCU does they'll they'll yeah. take an array of very rare, move monsters that that were in like one movie or one scene and hype them up or just bring them into light and then just 
to have him as an addition. Mm-hmm. So so it's not somebody that they standard because they already did Ghidorah, mm-hmm. King Ghidorah. They did uh, Mothra. They did uh, Mecha Godzilla already. Like three of the major characters in in the Godzilla arc. Mm-hmm. There, there's still some more left, but I don't think it was Kong, a villain. But wasn't there like a an android that went from small to big or something like that? Ultraman, Ultraman. But that was a good guy though. That was a good guy. That was another one. That, but I didn't. That that go deep. That's too. <laughs> oh, I'm just saying. Yeah, I don't know. I'm yeah. just trying to think outside the box with characters because I'm like, I wonder who yeah. they could fight in this one. But um, yeah. So that's the some... thing. So even with, with I don't know how they're gonna where they're gonna go with if they go with Son of Kong. Or they're gonna do with just another King Kong movie, like he comes out of Hollow Earth to go back to Earth for some, for whatever reason he needs to, if he's already at a place that he's at home. So it's I don't know how they're gonna expand the monster verse. He would have to have a bigger bat to have him come out, like Godzilla does. Somebody that's a more alpha threat to 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 come out out of out of hiding to battle and show dominance. Because that's what Godzilla was. The only story was. that I could think of possibly that might work is something something left Hollow Earth and um, disrupts that planet. King Son uh, of Kong is is what goes after him. No, no, I'm saying, but I think that's that's a storyline that I could see happening. You know, what I'm saying like something escaped and Kong can't leave, so the Son of Kong goes after him. Okay. Yeah. Yes. All right. I can see that 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 he leaves and he's trying to get his son back. Or no, no, not the Kong leaves, but like something something left that that world, and let's say because Kong is now the guardian of that world, he can't leave. His son goes after it. Okay. That'd be a that yeah that that is possible. That is that is a story that you can wrap your head around. Yeah. yeah something, something that, that he was trying to contain in that world, not to go out into the mm-hmm. earth mm-hmm. left. And, and something, maybe Godzilla. So it's almost like after earth, then? Mm-hmm. like, like a Will Smith movie that he just stays in the, in the, in the spaceship and his son has to go out and try to battle that one monster. Oh, I've no, he never was... seen that movie. No, no. That's how I think of it. He's just stuck in one place and the son has to go do everything. But that movie was bad though. So <laughs> let's not let's, let's not let's not relive that right. Let's not associate it with that one right now. All right. Yes. Yes. So yes. Yeah, so King of uh, uh, Son of Kong is, po- is a rumored possibility of what's going to continue with the MonsterVerse. Next is Russell Crowe. We we did discuss Russell Crowe that he is confirmed to be in Thor: Love and Thunder. So now it is confirmed that he's playing Zeus in uh, in uh, Thor. Love and uh, uh, love and thunder. So this opens up a lot of possibilities because it opens up into they could introduce Ares, which is another villain in the MCU, another villain for the Avengers. Also, it also opens up the possibility of Hercules to be. Were those characters in the comics like that? They were in the comics. Hercules had 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 a. If I'm not mistaken, Hercules had a a relationship with She Hulk. And you know how She-Hulk is coming out. Yeah, yeah. So that that could tie into something there. Mm-hmm. But yeah. So Hercules had was had a, like a love affair, love interest uh, with She-Hulk. And Ares was a villain to the Avengers at one point. So being Zeus, it does. It does. It's going to bring a lot of I'm Greek mythology. I'm just trying to see how they play into it. 
It's going to bring a lot of Greek mythology into it, but then it opens up to other characters that... Because it's funny because isn't Thor and Zeus essentially the same god? Isn't Zeus... No, no, no. I'm saying as far as, as far as their... Ability? Their, yeah. Like they're both god of thunder, right? Isn't Zeus god of war? Zeus? No. Zeus is like the king of the gods, basically. But his main thing is, is, is lightning. Lightning. Yeah. But, you know, I don't know. A- again, maybe that's where the conflict happens. Oh, uh, Zeus is god of the sky. Okay. So, yeah. So, with that, mm. he's it's going gonna, it's, it's gonna to open up a lot more because nobody knew his role. Everybody was like, Russell Crowe's in on it. Yeah. Who is he? What is he going to be? And he confirmed. I feel like he's going to be like a very know-it-all. Not know-it-all, but like that uh, majestic character that knows everything that kind of like just appears at places. Kind of like when he did uh, when he did a Superman. Wasn't he? He was a Superman. He was his uh, uh, Superman's dad. Yeah. But you know how like he basically was a like uh, a computer, like a like a ghost. Yeah. Like he would just show up and just tell him stuff. Uh, I'm not trying. I'm trying. I'm trying to think how he's gonna play this one out though. I just don't know if he's gonna be. Well, like I said, I don't see not that not that Russell Crowe has never been. He's he's been an action star. But lately, I, he doesn't play those characters. He plays more, you know, thought out roles, like you know, more like more like a like older roles. So I'm just wondering if he. So I don't, I don't see him playing a more action type person. I feel like he's gonna be like, like so basically they just step into it kind of thing. Yeah, we'll see. I don't know. I mean, so I think is you think they're gonna include Olympus? That'd be interesting. And in, in that world, I just yeah. hope they don't like. They already did their arena thing. Yeah, they did, but so it'd be weird if they just go. They step into another arena, and... a bigger arena. <laughs> but yeah, so so it does mm-hmm. it does create a situation of being being Russell Crowe, and being that he's playing Zeus, which is a very prolific Greek mythology character, or deity it does it does play into the factor of where where they're gonna go with this so that that's been my since i found out mm-hmm. i've been like i mean it's i cool, want to i'm trying to read but okay. not go way too deep to 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 come up with theories and and consp- and, and like uh ideas and with it because i actually want to see how it's gonna play it out because i will from what i learned from wandavision is like everything you see on the show is not really is going to be mostly misdirect okay. to 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 what the outcome is like well of course they that's how they they bury the lead so that way you have a bigger surprise at the end but yeah i don't know but did we know what the storyline was going to be prior to prior to uh russell crowe signing up well as far as i understand that um natalie portman's in it i know she's i think she's taking over the role so, so the theory is from rumors and everything, is that um, Chris, what's his name? Chris, Chris Hemsworth. Chris Hemsworth's character mm-hmm. Thor is not worthy of Mjolnir. Yeah. Natalie Portman's character uh, takes over as 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 the mantle of Thor and okay. takes all the powers and all the abilities that come with it. So we already they already 
put that idea out there as a as like a I think yeah, as a, and the as a, pictures with their arms. And yeah, stuff. like a small snippet of like leaked footage or not yeah. leaked footage, leaked photos of what it's gonna look like. So mm. we already have the idea of the overall concept that is gonna be that she is gonna take the mantle of Thor, maybe push it to the next movie, and Chris Hemsworth comes back and gets his powers back, or she just takes over moving forward. Because I don't know how many how many movie contracts Chris Hemsworth has, so we already have that overall concept of what it is. So, but, but they we already know that um, what was his name, uh, Colin Farrell, right? Colin Farrell, yes, Colin Farrell is uh, the villain, the 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 butcher, the god butcher. I'm trying to remember his name. You're butchering his name. I'm butchering his name. Yes, <laughs> I am butchering. Well, his I, I keep name. on thinking to myself. Um, so if Mjolnir has the power, but he was wielding um, um, uh, the the other one, the thunder. Uh, what do you call um, Stormbreaker? Stormbreaker. Does Stormbreaker also give him power or no? Oh no! Not sorry. Not not Colin Farrell. Christian Bale is Gore, the God Butcher. Okay, the God Butcher. Yeah. So basically, he's going around killing gods, and now yeah. Zeus is involved. So he's I'm guessing it's going to be a barrage of gods in this next one. Yeah, it's going to be a barrage of gods. Nice. Gods versus gods, gods versus gods versus gods. <laughs> I'm thinking he's gonna. I'm thinking Chris Hemsworth is gonna have abilities, but like strength and stuff like that. But he probably won't have lightning. He won't be able to control lightning. And she's gonna have all those abilities. Or something. Yeah. But I don't know. We'll see. Or maybe he loses all his abilities and he goes back to the way he was in part one. Yeah. That he's just human. Yeah. Pretty much. And he has just to sit on the sidelines and wait. Well, I mean, he's going to be... Again. Technically, it's... it's He's with uh, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, no? Yeah. So Chris Pratt and everybody else They're is all going to be like <laughs> together. <laughs> so That's going to be the right group to be with. Yeah, that is the right group to be with. So... It's it's gonna be crazy now that they they confirmed who who Russell Crowe is is playing. So mm-hmm. it, it does create more conversation of where the movie is gonna be going to. So we'll see. It, it it is gonna be crazy, but we'll see. All right, next topic. Yeah, it is. Uh, Sony mm-hmm. just made a deal with Disney Plus that they will be streaming all the Spider Man movies and Venom. On Disney Plus and Venom, I think, and I think Venom also. Okay, unless they they, they edited to make it like a PG thirteen version of it, I which I don't even think it was. It was a PG thirteen or rated R. It was rated uh, well, R. If it was rated R, what was rated R? Because him swallowing people whole is not a rated R. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So like, I don't know. Like so unless yeah. he was biting them and you saw blood and just bits and stuff. Yeah. So with this, it the agreement the deal is that. All the Spider-Man movies are be, are going to go to Netflix for a certain amount of time. Because they already had a contract with it. Yeah, so they have it for X amount of months. Mm-hmm. Probably 10 months, 11 months. They haven't, I don't know the exact details. Mm-hmm. And soon after that, once it re- breaks, reaches that breaking point, yeah. they'll be able to move over to Disney Plus or any other... Uh, I think they could go to other platforms for like limited time, but Primarily, they're gonna stay with Disney. Yeah, I was gonna say because isn't Disney Disney's uh, promise with this new network 
that once it goes into that network, it never comes out. Yeah. So Disney's always been that once once a content or movie or show or TV is there, it will stay there forever. But this is the one item, and that's that's what's, <laughs> it's always crazy to me with that. So because I'm I'm trying to understand copyright with all this other stuff because do did Marvel completely lose the ability for for Spider Man or did they just of contractually speaking they cannot touch him. Like they they will eventually own it, but right now they can't. They or they just sold all the rights completely out. They sell all the movie rights to Sony. All all the movie rights, okay. The movie so rights. all the cartoons and everything is probably on Disney Plus right now. Yeah, most of the most of the most of the um, cartoons are there. So they have the movie rights. So the, the thing, all right. So the thing, the thing with wait, wait, wait. So if they have the movie rights, then wasn't uh, uh, Spider Verse Sony? Yes. But that's considered animated or no? Like it's is animated. Mo- oh, is that considered a movie? Does it's considered a movie. It'll oh. be it's an animated movie. So it'll come over to to the Disney Plus platform. I wonder with if all you, the- you know, I'm just sorry, I'm just like thinking like out loud. It's just funny because I'm thinking like now with most of the things changing to the point where most stuff is just gonna come out streaming anyways. Yeah. And probably less people go watch movies on them. Does that mean they basically start being able to get like they just basically they can make uh, for streaming movies because it's not the same as movie theater movies. No, what? Like, okay, so <laughs> I, I'm not sure how the con- like contractually is is, is for worded. Which one? So, yeah, but like, can for the, basically for, for the Sony movies. Yeah, so like, if they're saying like, well, you can't make movies, but for them, movies only means uh, uh, movies that go to like the big screen, right? Movie theaters. So like okay fine we can't come out with those kind of movies but we can come out with let's say uh, the Winter Soldier style movies or like uh, the, the 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 TV show like uh, WandaVision style movies like stuff like that like miniseries mm-hmm. like live action hardcore miniseries the way they've been doing them and they could basically just make tons of those and those could be their way of making movies without Sony I'm just wondering if that's a possibility uh no. Without Sony, no. If it comes, if it if it if it's touching anything that's, um, anything that is Spider-Man related, right? Well, They're you just wrong? said it only have movie rights. Yeah. All right. So, so all right. So here's how. It but works. they can make a they can make a TV show. No. All right. So anything. All right. So they have anything that after after they made the the Marvel sold to Sony, the rights to Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Anything that I guess comes out on screen. Let's say TV show, movies, miniseries, yeah, any, what, that's what I mean, any, 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 any rights that is on screen, it goes to Sony, belongs to Sony. That's weird. Okay, so basically, thing, just comics is the only thing they can make. They could, they could do comics. They could do video games, but Sony does video games, so that's that's a win-win for them because Sony's like the Miles Morales games and the Spider-Man games on is on the PS4 and PS5. But even though Disney, even though Disney can make them. They're basically have, they 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 they'll make it on PlayStation. Yeah. No, they could they could make it on Xbox, but Sony has the rights to the to to the character itself. So they could tell Disney or Marvel. Okay, like, that was a, sorry. That was my confusion. I believe there was limited rights. Like they only allowed intellectual property when it comes to movies, but TV shows and everything else was fair game. But I get what you're saying. Now they just have fair game from. Everything having to do with entertainment purposes that is not comics. comic books, yeah. 
So, right. like, almost like how they Marvel had um, X Men and they had Fantastic Four. So with those is that I think the deal was that they they had to come out with a movie every within every seven years to keep the holder rights. That's what I'm saying. That's where I was like, okay, well, that everything else they lost the like they rented. It feels like Spider Man's going to actually sold, sold. They sold Spider Man to Sony, wow. and after that, I think that's when the X Men movies came out. Soon after, that's when they were like, you know what? Let's not sell it. Let's lease it for a. Uh, a certain amount of years that they, if they make another movie within X amount of years, they still hold the rights to it. Okay. So the only way, but then, then that's good because what happens with that is that not only that all the Spider-Man movies going to Disney plus, it also, I feel strengthens the bond between Sony and Disney plus to, to either keep Tom Holland in the MCU and also have his own Spider Verse in the Sony universe. No, no, I because trust me, all, all, because he's up to he's. I think he only has like two more movies or one more movie contractually mm-hmm. with MCU, with with MCU, okay. uh, the MCU universe. Is this MCU universe? What the hell is I'm saying? <laughs> I just hope it's just funny because in my head I'm like, I think the thing that people are just most nervous about is it. Disney is going to make all that money for you because they need the character for many projects. Yeah. Just don't try. Don't think. Don't try to make your own. But yeah, just because like that's what I'm saying. They could basically make make more money off whatever small percentage they probably get back from lending it, lending it back to Disney um, than when they try to make it on their own. Yeah. I don't know. But interesting conversation. Interesting. Very interesting. All right, so last last little tidbit, and this is something that just got announced, I think, today, was DC. Remember, all right, so last year, DC did a DC fandom, or fandomia, let's like call it, because, and it was a all, it was like a three-day, it was, I think it was three days, mm-hmm. two weekends, because they did two different weeks, because one was all movies, comic books, and no, one was all movies and TV shows, and the other week was all comic books toys everything related so they're yeah. doing that again this year so this is year two and it's coming in october I, online online and i really hope that they do better this year yeah man I i'm really, telling you i'm ready to play one ready for no, no 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 I no want no, that. no not that I want that life not that <laughs> we're not talking that no i'm saying is that what i want is that i felt that last year's and i think i i i i praised it a little bit but looking back look going back to it and thinking mm-hmm. about it more i felt it was like all over the place i felt like it was i didn't feel so in, in engaged invested. invested engaged into the videos that i watched or cuz a lot of them it's you could send questions out and they were pre-filtered questions so or pre-loaded questions a lot of them you could tell so it was like just like these are the questions that are going to interest me or it, it just, it they were just very cookie cutter questions that it was like, okay, that's typical conversation or typical interview questions that you would ask. Well, that's because the benefit to them is that with a platform that way they can control which questions probably get asked. Yeah. And then versus but, somebody just standing up and asking. Yeah. But yeah. But the thing is like, it was just questions, but it wasn't like, very engaging with the hosts, whoever was hosting whatever platform yeah. panel I was watching. It was like, so what do you think about this? And it was just like, it wasn't, I didn't feel like it was flowing. It was, 
it was entertaining enough. And I hope they do that better with better panels, better um, uh, panel hosts that has great questions and great conversation to 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 just live it up because it was it felt real boring. That's all I got to say with that. So yeah, so it's, it's coming out second week of October. It'd be interesting if they did something where a pla- like a system where, um, almost like you're asking Twitter questions. Like you ask you ask a question, like let's say twenty minutes before the actual interview start, you people start going on and asking questions. Yeah, and other people can go in there and then rate your like basically like approve like the most the most likes gets the most trending questions get asked. Get asked. Exactly. But that's so that you know what's what's what what I know about that. And is you can that, take out anything that's perverted or offensive. Or yeah, exactly. You can take those out. But I'm just saying is I feel like the, the people are gonna be just be like the worst questions ever. They're gonna get like the hot, biggest trends. Be like, you have to ask this one. But that's ask it. You have to have some kind of a filter either way. Yeah, yeah, you have to because obviously it's, people it's, are gonna want to troll if you let them troll. But okay. if you prevent it, then you you just go for the questions that genuinely have the most interest. Yeah. But let's 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 see what happens in October, and we to see, see the DC fandom. Cannot wait! I have plans in November, and I have everything I do from here to November is dedicated to what I have planned in November. Nice, yeah, 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 yeah. All right, guys, we're gonna take a quick break and come back with Nikki's corner review. Welcome back, everyone, to Nikki's Corner Review. You're you're a wonderful person, but you're a horrible drum. Just saying. I'm not musically inclined. That's why. All right. So a lot to cover today. We have a lot to cover. So being the two weeks that I have been out. Um. So let's go. Let's go from the tippity top. Um. So. Before we started uh, reviewing the episode, uh, each episode of uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. So, uh, since the last time we were here, uh, we covered we have, the, f- the first half of the yeah. So season. let's so in this episode, let's start off with chronologically uh, the the episode the, f- the fourth, fourth episode fourth episode right. It's called the world. Uh, the whole world is watching, and that is uh, after um, John Walker. Um, Apparently, take off camera takes the the serum, and he is now a super soldier. Yeah, in this one. Yeah, so he's now a super soldier, and we see the effects of what that does. Yeah. Um, and that seems to be tweaking him a little bit. Like he's a little off. Like, like it seems he seems a little off in the way he his mannerisms and the way he is. Um, continuing the episode. Um, obviously, everybody's still after the flag smashers, and. Uh, Sam the, and Bucky, client, yeah. Oh, sorry. Sam and Bucky. Well, Buck. Uh, Sam goes meets Carly to try to defuse the situation, and um, that's when John starts losing his cool and losing his patience, and it was like, "We need to arrest her now," and they get into a big scuffle. Oh, that was a four. Okay, this uh-huh. is episode four, and um, that is when uh, John Walker's friend dies in the process mm-hmm. of trying to defend him. Uh, John goes berserk and kills one of the flag smashers. One, one of the way. one of the flag smashers that was the most 
grounded or um, uh, a voice of reason because he's the one he was the one that he's like he admired Cap the yeah, yeah, Steve yeah. Rogers and <clears throat> he was he he went along with Carly but you could tell a little bit of like his uh, very uh, little nuances that yeah. he he was like not with it a little bit but he's following along because, he was her voice of reason yeah he was her voice of reason and he dies and around that everybody sees uh films that well that because it wasn't it wasn't just john a, walker it wasn't kills. a death like it wasn't like something like oh couldn't have been avoided obviously. no no it was an execution it was an execution yeah it was a uh, in the public square with the captain america shield uh this- a- ironically ironically kind of like hinting back to when Cap and Iron Man are going are fighting, and Cap basically caves the um, the the shield into um, Iron Man's um, power source. Yeah, arc reactor. Arc reactor, but he stops himself from going any further. Yeah, uh, which might cause him, you know, harm. In this case, he kind of had a similar moment, but he obviously he chose went, differently. He, he went. He went the completely yeah, different. Yeah, exactly. This so was this. Show you the comparison. <sighs> All right. So with this episode. Because uh, we, we're in episode to episode, on this episode, it was, I enjoyed it. It was, it was not the best. All right, other than the last ten minutes, because that defined John Walker's character more as not the hero that he thinks he is. Yeah. But overall, I I think this might have been the weaker episode amongst all six. Not necessarily. I think it was the most the strongest, actually. No, the next one was the strongest. No, this was the strongest. I well, okay. This is what I mean. Because you're right about one thing. Um, this is where the line gets crossed, and that's because throughout the series, John Walker, although he might not have been as beloved as Captain America, or you know, like that. Um, you know, the way Marvel showed him wasn't negative. I mean, in a sense, like, you know, there was little mannerisms he might not like and stuff like that, that he was different. But ultimately, he was still basically a good guy just trying to do the right thing, whatever. He was an entitled guy. He Well, yeah. He was. But, I mean, he well, he was entitled because of... Because of... Not, not necessarily... Because, again, this all happens because of the pressure of the shield. Because what happened in the beginning, like, it seemed like a normal soldier. He was just a regular yeah. soldier. But then once he was given the title of Captain, Captain America... Um, he, that is almost like by itself without the, the, the serum, he, he started becoming, like you said, entitled. He started thinking like, well, the name alone should be able to do everything I need to get done. You know, like he would throw his name around. Like it, it, it would ultimately, uh, like everybody would ultimately bow down to him. I think, yeah. like, you know, oh, I'm captain. I'm like, so that's what I'm saying. The name, the name became too much pressure and a lot and too much influence over him. But again, he didn't start off as a bad man or bad character. He, no, he ultimately th- became. But this was the when he crossed the line. This is yeah, when it went saying. from. It went from you know him being somebody who you know you don't like or whatever, but he's not necessarily a bad man to an actual bad man. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. That the whole ep- entitled of the, the whole episode, mm-hmm. besides the last ten minutes of it, or probably yeah, like, like the last ten minutes of it, like the third act, everything else before it was like. They were trying to develop Carly's character more, and I, I didn't feel anything. Like it was, they were just trying to trying to get her uh, humanize her more, so people she could be more relatable. People could 
empathize or sympathize with her, empathize more with her in that because of the conversation she had with Bucky, with, with Sam, I'm sorry. So with that, I was like, okay, I know where they're going with it, but I didn't feel anything. It was like very flat with me. With with that character itself, I don't know why. But I think what, it was ultimately the... Okay, so I think it was ultimately the... Um, the, the, the driving force behind the Flag Smashers because I kind of understood it, but I think it wasn't so understandable that people... Because who were these people and why were they so mad and everything else? And at the end of the, the whole series, I kind of figured it out. But for the most part, I think when you hear it in the show, you're not exactly sure wh- who they are and what they're doing. Yeah. They were, um, they were not defined. So I think that's why her character was not as defined because you really couldn't... It was hard to define what her... Motivation, was, yeah, motivation was coming from. I well, mean, you understand her motivation, but it wasn't enough to to grasp. Well, I mean, it. the thing is, you just you just hear the references of refugee, yeah, and don't know the context of that, and especially why the um the blip had a huge effect on it. Now, again, at that time, I had a somewhat of an idea, and at the end, I had a very clear idea, but I think it was not as clearly defined in the series, yeah, of why these people necessarily were so upset. I think they understood it, and I think it's a reasonable idea once you understand what it is, but I just don't think the the messenger came across sooner, uh, like, early in the series than it should have. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I think it should have been more defined at the beginning rather than at the end when everything happened. Like, oh, okay, now I understand, you know, the whole context of everything. At first, it was just like, I understand a little bit, but then I'm like, I understand everything. I just felt like that could have been better explained, and I think by explaining that better, you, ex- you see her character a little bit yeah to the point where you're like you start uh, you start feeling her pain and that was another part you didn't really i didn't really feel pain from her if i yeah. felt pain from her like you know her sufferings like i think that's another thing too because she's a character you're supposed to man she's she's kind of evil she's doing evil things but you know you know where the pain's coming from yeah and that's the thing i didn't know i didn't really feel pain from her yeah, no, that's. I didn't feel suffering, kind of thing. Exactly, no, you didn't. You, you just. It was very flat. In but the also, story. like, did she actually have a direct story? Like, did she say, like, you know, my family was this, and then this happened? I didn't. You know what it is? I didn't care for her much to pay attention that much when she talked. Wow. Like I, 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 wow. I, I try to take it in, but then I'm like. I didn't really care for the character that much, so I'm like, I didn't give a shit. No, I like the girl, I like the character. I, I just maybe like you're right. She's might be maybe not somebody I identified as much with, and maybe that's on the direction of it. But yeah. I liked her character. Yeah. So, so that's the end of episode four. So then we get into episode five called okay, True. So after. So this episode opens up with John Walker in front of the like I guess martial law court system. Yeah, he's and being he's, he's uh, being re- reprimanded for yeah, his actions. Not only because of his actions, but because his actions were An international international so, incident. It was public. Yeah, it was public, so yeah. it 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 was it was globally known of whatever happens, and they have to an- the U.S. has to answer to it as a nation. But then he he has to answer for his actions that because he's representing Captain America, America itself, everything else. You know what's really crazy though is that. After that fact, he continuously said, I mean, I mean, on mean, several times, he kept on saying that he just killed the person who killed his friend. Yeah. To the point where I'm ahead. I'm like, did he actually believe that? Because no. it felt like he, 
Really? Because I felt like he believed that was what happened because he said it several times to the point where you're like, okay, why is he just continuing saying that? Like he really truly, I feel like he truly believed that, that he killed the person who killed his friend. No, Not, he, he didn't. He, he knew. Mm. I think he was just angry. And he was like, "I'm a, that's a person. I don't care who. No, no, no. I know why he did it. What I'm saying is after the fact, he's always, he's telling people. Oh, wait, you know, you know, we actually missed something. Mm. We actually missed something. Go for it. That the opening of that episode is that fight scene. Oh, that's with, right. Yeah. Because I went straight to the court thing. But that fight scene mm-hmm. is one of the best fight scenes I've seen in, really? in MCU recently. Like when it's close up, mm-hmm. like not so, like. You end game, the end game fight scene was amazing because it's a big battle, but there was too many people. Okay, and there was too many characters to, to focus on to see what they were doing. Here, they only had three people mm-hmm. in a room, in a warehouse, and that's all you had your focus on. And I think just that alone, it was an epic fight scene. Well, the defining moment for me was when he ripped um the Falcon's wings. Yeah, because it kind of showed you they weren't really like part of him at the time like he, he used it to fly but he didn't that was it if he wasn't in the air he really they, they were on net they, they didn't really serve too much of a purpose they didn't really help him um and obviously that changes later but it was just that moment you just saw how weak those those wings were especially in a fight with somebody with abilities yeah so but then it goes into the court scene and then it goes into um, Sam and uh, Bucky going back to the U.S. and Sam visiting Isaiah Bradley. And here you have you go very more into depth into the Isaiah Bradley story, and a lot. And what and and this and we're gonna get into this now, so I don't really care. So um, a lot of people and. There's there's a TikTok by the name of Straw Hat Goofy that yeah. I, I watch a lot, and he's been seeing that a lot of the context is driven by race. is is a it's, it's a topic on race on how a black man is perceived in America and, and everything else. Mm-hmm. And if you see it, it correlates to how one at one point you see Isaiah Bradley's character telling the story that he did everything to save his his crew his his his, his uh, crewmates. His other... Uh, it literally was his, the exact same story as Captain America. Yeah. But he got arrested for 30 years and they erased his history. So then you see also at the beginning of the episode is that John Walker's character, a white man, gets does something atrocious, executing somebody in a public square, creating an international incident, mm-hmm. and gets was able to walk away. To walk away with just pretty much a slap in the wrist. He's like you're you're just honorably discharged. You're let go of the title of Captain America. You're lucky we're not court-martialing you. We're not arresting you. We're not putting you. We're not putting mm. you in jail. We're just letting you go. Yeah. Because you served us for so many years, and in turn, you see Isaiah Bradley's character that pretty much did identically, not the same thing to that no, extent. No, he did. No, actually, they they he, said that if you watch, because uh, Captain America's story was that, which was that he went through the experiment that they put him through. Yeah. Um, he survived. And then at one point he let he left the compound or whatever they were doing to save um, his soldier his fellow soldiers. Yeah. And after that, that's when he became officially Captain America and he was celebrated. And in a sense, Isaiah Bradley did the same thing, but instead of being celebrated, he was um, locked up 
not necessarily punishment for what he did for more to keep him as experiments to try to, to mimic make, to make more to make more of what he is yeah so i mean it it is it obviously is commentary on you know how uh you know how the, uh, how, how, how the, race is perceived in, in not just the right, us but all over the world and right now currently so oh, we have that same issue and then and that's a great thing that that um disney and marvel put this in the discussion because when he said it when straw hat goofy mm-hmm. said it people were mocking him people were sending him like messages like horrible messages like using the n-word and everything throwing it at him he's like you you you're you're taken to a place that is not they're not doing that and then this episode comes out and it literally puts it in everybody's face that it is about race it is about that how Isaiah Bradley was like they'll never have a black Captain America, and then the question, the other thing was he said was, uh, even if there was what what black man would play that character? But, yeah, but, but the what, black, is, what what that has self respect would take that role. But the the thing is too is um, one, like okay, so let's be frank with the whole situation. I mean, this whole thing was about, um, um. Uh, the whole thing, the whole the whole situation was about the Falcon taking on the mantle, right? Yeah. And I, th- I, I don't see how you can he could just take the mantle without this discussion. I think that's why it was necessary is because, yeah, of course, you know, I mean, think about think about this. Think about when they first said they wanted to make a Captain America movie. The outrage was at the time that the Captain America character had to be American. Yeah. Now I find that I found that so bizarre at the time because I'm ahead. I'm like, you know, every actor is literally that's the whole purpose of who they are is to be a, a chameleon, to be somebody else. Yeah. So I find it so bizarre that we like think about like I think about uh Mel Gibson. Mel Gibson has played American patriots. I think in like two different movies, like big American patriots, you know, in history and stuff like that. Period movies. He's from Australia. Um, so I found this so bizarre when people were so outraged about Captain America having to be whatever. So, yeah, I think it, you're going to get outraged on just the fact that the person who's playing Captain America wasn't even from America. I, I could imagine this story structure where you're trying to take the mantle and give it to, to a black man. And I think it's bizarre that you would, you would think that that's going to happen without this discussion. Yeah. Without no, no, this being laid out and play, and I think that's what the whole purpose of truth was. It wasn't just to to focus on the negativity and also the bad things that have happened um, with with the super serum and the, and Captain America and 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 you know the, the Isaiah Bradley story, but also to see the positive in what um, um, what Steve Rogers did with the with the character and like yeah. basically the full context of what this character um, not only was in the course of uh, of the you know that you know uh, the american i guess but also where it needs to go so yeah i think it was a valid discussion i think it was a, it was because think about it all they could have really just done is just gave this guy whatever gave him the role and that's it and i don't think it would have had the same heart compassion detail and felt like he like the whole show he started just didn't feel like it was mine yeah so yeah, I think the hope you need to flush out all those details. You need to flush out all those discussions so that when he comes back out, you know where it came from, you know, and where it motivated and, and how he's approaching it. Yeah. 
So yeah, because if we would have came out just yeah, um, Captain, Captain America, America yeah. then it would have been it would it would have been it would have been naive to just say like, oh yeah, everybody's gonna accept it. Yeah, it was very naive. This is, and the thing is, what thought, what thought was interesting was, um, after the court scene where he uh, they were like, oh, bring back the shield. So it was interesting because I although the apparently there are some ability not uh, you know like uh, 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 like uh, privileges or, or abilities or ranks that are involved with Captain America the the as far as that title yeah it's just bizarre because obviously Captain America himself isn't really necessarily a um, like a like a I don't know how to explain it like it doesn't feel like he's over a soldier he's just he's a hero that just does work for the government does work for American government but He's not like a ranked official, exactly. But they probably made him so. But I, I just think it's funny because the shield was never necessarily America's, um, and that's they kind of brought it up. I think that character the, uh, that came up, which you want Val, yeah, brought that up as like a, kind of a gray area because again, that uh, was, Julian Dreyfus, yeah, oh, that was Valentina, Allegra, yeah. Allegra. <laughs> Val. Val. Um, that was Stark Industries. That was Stark Tech. Stark Tech that gave it to him. And he used it in that way, so it's funny that basically they're just like, "Oh, that's ours!" Like, no, no. <laughs> like, <laughs> no, it's bring it back as soon as your convenience. Thank you. Like, yeah, <laughs> but yeah. So, so that mm-hmm. that episode was he- that was the heaviest episode for mm-hmm. me in in context in in context of the conversation that it brought yeah. up and the and the fight scene too. I think that that was an overall. I think if anybody would ever be like, "What episode can I watch?" Yeah. This will be the only one you need to watch because it gives you everything you need to dis- to to understand who took the mantle of uh, Captain America first, got taken away from them, and then you have the training and the re- and and the the coming of age or coming into that role with Sam at the end of the episode. I think that epi- this episode culminates everything you need to know about this whole series. Well, because again, yeah, like the whole thing was about him take uh, like thinking about it this is the first time he's actually thinking considering this and he actually mentions that at the end of the episode where he's like he didn't even consider becoming Captain America not only because you know he felt there was another shield because he couldn't see necessary people accepting him as one yeah and that's that's huge that's a big deal and I love that this episode kind of flushed all that out all his insecurities all the decisions, all like all the, all the controversy doubts. that might come with him taking the title, and I liked that they all went into like they all were discussed before he actually took the title. That's dope. All right, and then now we get into the last episode, mm-hmm. which was called "One World, One People." So this one is Sam is um, so many reveals. So yeah, so many reveals on this one. So now you have. Uh, Flag smashers in New York City trying to kidnap uh, city leaders or uh, world leaders, uh, so they could try to negotiate about whatever they're dealing with. Like I said, well, like, well, yeah, actually, I, I got to, like I said, I understood it towards the end, and basically, what it seemed like was that okay. So this is what I fully understood when they finally saw the episode. And I everybody talked everything like that. I finally understood. So basically, when the blip originally happened and you lost half the population. Um, all countries basically became more accepting. Like, 
well, we have plenty of space now. So all these people that have no home that are dispersed all over the world, please come in now. You could come, you know, we'll welcome you. You know, take, you know, you can have a role because we have, we, we have plenty of space. Basically the whole world became nicer because there was less of us. Yeah. So when the blip was undone, now all those people that had made a home for the last five years because um, all those, you know the countries were welcoming. Now yeah. they met with the same countries, mm-hmm. tell them they have to leave. You know after they made a home. Oh well, these people came back, so you can't be here anymore. And it became hostile. It became like you know you're just pushing people out to like nothing. And um, and I think I mean I was a that, that was good that that discussion happened because I think it since the whole blip on blip thing happened. I've always had that same question to myself like, what happens in those situations? When someone leaves and now their house is empty, so you take over their house or their job or marry their wife or their, you know, or, or, or raise their kids. And all of a sudden, yeah. the blip happens five years later. And now you have to what? Just give all those things up. I mean, where does ownership lie? I mean, obviously the person that had no control that was blipped out, but at the same time, the person who took over those things and took care of it shouldn't necessarily just be completely denied either so it's it's a very gray area but it's interesting conversation yeah. and i think that was the thing with this, this this whole situation which was everybody was so crazed about what happened that they were just going for the easy option which is just kick everybody out and i think that's where obviously you got so many people angry and that's where you created the like i said the flag smashers that is true so but it, it is it it and and that's and you know what it is what you brought up it it does create a great conversation is that is that the what is the cause and effect of the blip pre and post and and that would be a great thing to talk into more if you we should try, like dive oh, into that's more like a, that's a whole podcast in itself yeah well, you know what we're gonna leave that for a podcast about what are the implications of how the world is seen or how that universe it was adjusting pre and post blip based on the movies that that have discussed it over mm. like spider-man homecoming and uh wandavision um falcon the winter soldier well it's funny because this one did reveal though that this was way bigger than just a couple people with the serum oh yeah they, like they, they said it was maybe like 19 20 people that might have the serum and that's what you've been seeing in the whole the whole show series fighting each other but no, they showed how many people are upset with, with the whole the situation. With well, just the whole situation in general, and how they're being treated um, after post blip. And obviously, it showed because you saw the vast, the the the, the, the vast of her net, how big her network actually was, where she literally just had an entire park. They were all at, part of her team at her uh, disposal. At her disposal, that, that she had so many key inside members inside the security and all these different things that were part of her team. Like it was, yeah. it was, it was insane because I don't know. It was just, it, just, it was just interesting to see how big it is. And I'm, I'm guessing they're going to be, they're possibly going to be a bigger part in uh, going forward. I think possibly let's, let's, if they do a season two, well, no, I just, not just in this one, but I'm just saying the flag smashers in general, just, yeah. I feel like they're going to be, they're going to have a bigger role in another. I don't movie. know. I just feel like they're going to be referenced more. I don't know. I think anytime you're gonna see, you're gonna have any discussion about people upset about the blip, they will obviously. That's what <laughs> I think they're gonna carry that mantle. 
And then, all right. So after that, then mm. we get introduced to Sam in the new Captain America outfit. And I got to say, I loved it. Yo, it was so comic book accurate. It was pretty. It's. I was surprised. I was actually super surprised that they went that comic book accurate because every all the other Captain America outfits that they've shown before have been very even. Even Falcon's outfit were very toned down. This one was not. This one was bright, shiny, right in your face. Yeah, with the colors with the whites and the blues. I'm surprised star. they even did the whole thing where his top of his head is out. Yeah, and like you know, so like, like <laughs> the goggles, everything. Yeah. Um, I, I I I love the outfit. I I I loved his introduction. He was like, "I'm Captain America," and after that, it's just like, "Yes, you are." And so I accept it. I've been accept- I've been waiting for it, but yeah. So the the fight scene with that, and I love the fact that uh, Bucky was there. The only thing I have an issue with mm-hmm. is John Walker's character coming in as oh like, as getting a redemption. Yeah, with no like he had like a full re- he he was just like it felt like it was one day to the other he got forgiven for his actions, and he's like, "Oh, you you're cool now. You're cool. You're, you're part of the crew." I'm like, "Bro, he just yeah. literally tried to kill you like yeah. three days ago." Like, I feel like that's like all of our like look at look at Tony Stark and uh, and Cap they've got to try to kill each other too. Yeah. Um. But uh, I know what you mean. Like, it feels weird that he had a redemption arc in this move in the show. I uh, and and I, here's my issue, and I knew that the, uh, the a lot of the issues with this episode, this show being only six episodes because due to the pandemic. Yeah, yeah. That they had to cut it down. But if they would have just tried it, either done something. To, to do like 10 episodes or at least yeah like 9 10 episodes because I felt his redemption was non-existent that he was like killing you one day and then next thing next thing trying to have shawarma with you and like like help out when you know it wasn't flushed out at all I think this last episode I liked the least out of all of them what yes I'm gonna I'm gonna call it. I like the least out of it was it was okay compared to the other all the other other episodes. I like this one the least. Besides, That's because he had a redemption. In no, it? Be, it, not only because he had a redemption arc. Two, I felt the whole episode was rushed. I felt like like you didn't get enough of of the flag smashers. I think a flag smashers story arc or mm. or. or, or, or what they their ideology was could have been flushed out more in another one more episode. I think his uh, John Walker's redemption arc could be flushed out for another episode. I think Sharon Carter being the power broker could have been flushed out for another episode. There were so many things that were rushed into this forty minute episode that you're like, okay, it's over. That's it. It's like they gave you so much. It was it was too much. It was it was it's too much revealed in one episode. Yeah, it was too much revealed. Like you're like. Oh, like I was like when he was like um, he's like I got assistance. I th- really thought was it the the dude from his I forgot his name that he's like oh here to keep my wings because technically he becomes a new Falcon. Well, he becomes yeah he becomes like his partner. He know. becomes a new Falcon. That's that's who he becomes. Okay. So I was I was thinking oh my god because he referenced in the last episode he comes in through <laughs> he has an outfit straight like you get I'm like what the. I'm like, what the fuck is this guy doing in here, walking around? And then you find out that he's helping them with uh, like the Walmart American Shield, American Captain Shield that he's like self made in his house in his backyard with a bunch of scraps, and like with two hits it destroys. But I'm like, what is he doing here? 
there's n- why and then you're like oh he is the the helper he's the person this is where he gets his redemption but i'm like just the la- just like 40 minutes ago in the last episode he's like i know yeah i'm like it was he that really was, didn't like the fact that he got a redemption. No, 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 no. It no. seems like it. No, no. I, I wanted to see. It. I knew he was gonna get a redemption. Mm-hmm. I wanted to see it. You just blatantly just jumped over it and just gave me that, and that's it. Not. I'm. I, I don't. I. I. I don't. Wouldn't mind him having a redemption arc because he's not. He's not the hero that he thinks he is, and he needs to get into a situation that. He feels that he's earned that position. Like, you didn't get that. He felt like, oh, I'm the hero now again. Just because I walked into the scene. Because Sam called me or whatever. You know I, what I didn't like was, if we're just talking about John Walker, was it felt like towards the end, you know, the whole series, I, I think he accepted that he wasn't good enough to be John uh, Captain America and that um, uh, um, Sam was was good. He he was he deserved it. Yeah. I felt like that was where it was going, but then at the end when he's already talking to Val again and she's basically telling him something like contrary, like, oh well you don't need to be like I don't know. I felt like he would he basically still felt like he deserved to be Captain America even though yeah. like even though he saw everything that happened. Like I felt like you're right. I think if you're gonna have him have a arc, it's not just that he would prefer not to like to save a life than to kill somebody. I don't, I don't think that was an arc for him. I think an arc would have been better to, for him to basically accept that he was not Captain America and that that Sam was a better person for it, for that position. That would have been his arc. That should have been his arc. Yeah. But you were not, you were not given that. Yeah. Because I mean, like, are you a monster? Are you supposed to let like, you know, like basically all that means is that he's not a monster. That's, that's all it tells me. Wait, so you you deciding to save somebody's life versus letting them die so you can chase this person is your arc. Within thirty and, seconds. Like yeah, like that's you're not a monster. Great. You got level one. It would have been better if it if it was more like if you had a full episode. Like he saw maybe if he saw like uh Captain America's shield versus something else where like he you know, he didn't pick it up. Or he gives it to gives it to this guy, something like to that, Sam. something like that. That would have been a better arc. Yeah, him handing the shield over to Sam would have been a better arc for the show. Like, I literally, you know what? Talking about that, that could have been done in an episode, like when he's like, "I don't have it," but he actually does. And instead of taking it to the U.S., he gives it to Sam on an episode that where he's training or something. Nah, but no, they, so they 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 arrested him, so they took the shield from him. No, Sam had it. Remember? Yeah, Sam. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, Sam, the, because he arrested. John. Oh yeah, that's true. But, but anyways, and, and, um, so yeah, the series is there. I like it. I like. I liked uh, the thing that got me the most was uh, uh, Sam's speech at the end too. Oh yeah, Sam's speech. That was very uh, Captain American esque. Very. Yeah, because very, I thought about. I honestly, it, it gives hope. Well, that's that was the thing. That was, I think that was the thing that that got me about this episode. I think the thing I liked the most. That it wasn't about Captain America's strength, um, or stuff like that. It was about his ability to instill. It was hope. his. Well, is what he represented. He didn't represent like, you know, a strong, you know, like force that just takes everything. No, because 
If you wanted that, you would have got the Winter Soldier. Yeah. Um, no, he represents hope. He shows hope and he tries to show humanity and everything. The, the better version of what, of America. And that's what the whole thing was. It was like when he realized that Carly necessarily wasn't the villain. Um, she was just somebody who felt like she did what she needed to do. And that's why when he was fighting her, he refused to necessarily fight back. Like he was just defending himself, but he refused to fight back because he was trying to let her know, listen, we could find peace. Your cause is we not unjust. Find, it's just the way you're, you're going dead. about it. Yeah. And that we the could end, find a speech, way to solve it. Exactly. For you. But that's all somebody who's trying to inspire hope versus somebody who's just trying to win. Yeah. Not trying. Yeah, exactly. That's, you said it perfectly. I can't. I can't. I can't add to it. <laughs> I hate you because of it. I can't uh, add to it. But I can't. It, it literally. That's what it is. It, so okay. So what about okay? Let me ask a question. What do you think about the um the fan theory or rumor or whatever that this girl is um that Sh- um, Sharon Carter Sharon is Carter is, is a, not is a scroll is a scroll. Yeah, I've thought of it, and I'm like. This would have. This is the best character. If there's going to be a character, a scroll, which supposedly is going to lead to secret invasions, this is the best character to transfer into because this is a low level, low tier, low level MCU character that's that's in the mix of what everybody's doing and knowledge of everybody, and is able to infiltrate backdoor handles into that but here this is my this is this is the reason i don't believe she's a scroll the reason i it makes no sense to me she's a scroll a scroll can change into anybody right yeah what why would she change into somebody who needed to go through all that to get clearance to be to to get all you know to to get in the government all that stuff why couldn't she just Take somebody that's already in government with all the clearances and take their personality and still be the broker, but still like change so character to m- movie magic. No, I'm movie just saying, the, movie I'm the, just saying is because they want to. All right, it just seems the, weird that they would create they 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 would take they the would character. Need, they would, all right, but here's the thing: because mm. they would need someone that would have kind of Nick Fury's trust. But not so much the right hand man. But Nick Fury is not even involved. Nick Fury is in space. But he's gonna come down. Yeah, but I don't think that's what I'm saying. Like, it just seems weird to me. Even even if that was the case, it still just seemed weird to me that you would create a character that needed to go through this whole rigmarole to get government access. The long game. That's what they're playing. Honestly, I think her getting government access was just kind of like a. Uh, a secondary prize. She had no idea that was like she didn't really have no idea that wasn't in her original plan to do that. So again, being Sh- uh, Sh- uh, Sharon Carter really didn't contribute at all. So she could have ran. She could have still been the broker back then. And but why be somebody who is recognized as a shield? I, I just basically the whole idea just it seems weird to me. Mm-hmm. Like it's more it would it, it, it'd be more believable. It was a character who is in. The government has a high ranking. Um, if it was like, for example, in WandaVision, it was um, the guy who was tra- kept on trying to find Hayward. Uh, Hayward. If Hayward was a scroll, that well, well, that would make sense. That's what I'm saying. It's a person high ranking taking more power when they can. That makes sense. Somebody who is literally outside the government, who the government basically has as a traitor, and needed to go through all this 
this arc just to come back seems like a lot of work for somebody who can literally change into anybody down to the DNA. Uh, just saying. Just I know what you're saying. Jeez, I understand. <laughs> <laughs> I I get you. I get you. I I I did hear that theory. I'm like I like it because mm. it's just, it's it's somebody that. Could. It's a cool idea. I just yeah, see, that's what it is. It I is just don't cool see idea. the practicality in it. But you know what? We'll move on. How many? <laughs> let's get into the Nikki's. How many Nikki's you give the five? Oh, well, I've, after an hour debate on this situation, I have to give it five Nikki's on that thing. I'm, yeah. It was good. Well, no, okay, wait. I liked it. I'm gonna get. I'm, I'm, I was being too generous. I will give it four Nikki's. I yeah. liked it, but it has not. It's not wowed me like that. Like I think I'm hoping Loki's was gonna wow me. This has not wowed me like that. But I do get I think it was a great story, great build up. Six yeah. episode, liked it. Liked all the characters, stuff like that. I like the what I I guess what I'm gonna be expecting coming forward. So I give it I give it four Nikki's. I give it four Nikki's as well. Yeah. So all right. So let's get into our movie yeah. to review which is Mortal Kombat. Yes. This is the the fifth movie that it came out with. Fifth? No, what is it? What do you mean movie? Like live action movie? And, and I know they came out with other ones that were cheesy. They came out two, two, and uh, first Mortal Kombat, then Mortal Kombat Annihilation. Annihilation. Ah, all right. I love how people reference Annihilation like it's so horrible, but then one wasn't really that much further out. Like I don't think I. Not to say one was horrible. It just it wasn't that far off from Annihilation in a sense. It was a lot cheesier, like it was worse. Effects. No, it was worse. I'm not saying it's worse, but it's almost like saying, uh, like, it was like ten miles. Like, it was a hundred miles away from each other. That was not a hundred miles away from each other. It was more like ten, but still, like that's what I'm saying. The first one, it was like at the ten, time like ten, we loved it. Ten miles different, but it's like you're walking barefoot on sand, on like glass to get to that ten miles. That's how yeah. Much- there was more practical effects in the first one. It was more live and all that stuff like that, but. You know, the, I guess the second, it's almost like, honestly, there was a lot of movies like that. I don't know if you realize that. There was a lot of movies that felt like the first one that came out of the theater was was big. And then the second, the, the, the oh, for perfect, Butterfly Effect. Butterfly Effect was a movie theater movie. It was cool. It was big. It was more in-depth. You got into it. And I think the sequel was just like straight to DVD. They had a second one? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. There, there you go. You know what I'm saying? Like, it felt like the difference between Home Alone 1 and 2 and Home Alone 3. Oh, God. But that's what I'm trying to tell you. That's the difference that I felt like on those two. Kind of same premise, kind of same idea, but obviously done with a way less budget. All right, so now we get into Mortal Kombat 2021. Yes. I think it re- it's receiving way more hate than it needs. You think so? It does not deserve that kind of hate. It deserves some kind of hate. Now, Why? This is, I think, honestly, okay, real quick, before we get into this movie, this is the, the weird thing I have. I think we're getting, as as people that are, are, are huge nerds and, and love all this stuff like that, Yeah, I think we're getting way too, like, catered. Because, let's go based on comparison. If you're going to compare this to the first one. Oh, no, of course. Yeah. This, Graphic- is like, this is like freaking Shakespeare compared to that. You know, if you want no, to compare it to no, 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 no compared no. comparatively speaking, this thing is freaking brilliant. Just saying, comparatively speaking, uh, you want to hold it on on its own. That's a different story. But I'm saying, comparatively speaking, this is night and day. I'm just saying. Uh, really, you're gonna tell me that the first one held so much of a 
a, a, a great presence that this did not live up to it. Okay, uh, the uh, the, o- the only reason the only reason I'm gonna say eh, is because the first one was actual tournament. This one there was no tournament. That's the distinction. No, That's no, the no, problem no, no, you no, had with it. Please, but, I'm just saying it, that is was, not. Like, there was a lot of things with. All right, all right. Again, so the movie could, the movie was entertaining. It was fun, but it was bad. You have to you have to say that, at least. You don't say that. No, the movie. No, the movie itself wasn't bad. The elements of the movie were not wonderful. It could be better, specifically good, the main character. The movie, however, the movie was entertaining. The movie was entertaining. I'm saying this. The movie was entertaining. It was fun, but it wasn't a good movie. To say a movie isn't good is to say that all the elements of the movie are bad. No, it's not. You could no no again. You could find things entertaining. You could find things fun to watch and all this stuff. But to say a movie is bad is to say all the elements of the movie are bad. No, it's not saying for the most part. Yes, over and I don't believe that for the most part. Overall, all the whole movie was bad. You know, genuinely speaking, like okay, look, I like okay. I like the. I think the fight scenes were okay. They could have been more in depth. The, you cannot tell me that the 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 the, the final like the the finished scenes all like. They, those were freaking amazing. I wish the rest of the fight was just as brutal, but for the most part, the like the the finishing moves were epic because they were done really well. And they they were done basically with a lot more attention to the to the game than than obviously anything else. Um, I don't care. I didn't care for the main character, which was Cole. But, I I just <laughs> felt like well, no, you can't. No, 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 no. no but but the you funny- ha- you're you're gonna can't you can't hang the whole movie on that. No, I can't. Of course, I'm not gonna hand the whole movie on that. I'm just saying, Cole. All right, but the thing with one thing with this, and this is not even on the ca- character. Mm-hmm. Well, kind of on the character, but not on the actor. Is that they created a character that was never in any of the games, and I don't have a problem with that, as long as that character was like, if the if the people that created the games are trying to come up with another game, and they were gonna include that character. Like this should have been marketed with another game. If this was marketed with the game and Cole was actually or even the DLC to add him into that, or something, you know, basically like where he was going to be a featured character that they were trying to bring out, and they decided to introduce him in the movie. That would be freaking amazing. I mean, I'm not too upset that they didn't use somebody who was not necessarily in the game. Um, it that doesn't bother me as much. What bothers me is the character was just boring. It was. Like he was, he wasn't a good you know, fighter. Gonna, we're, gonna, we're gonna do spoiler for. I'll say it. He he was a a cage fighter that lost horribly, but was able to kill Goro. Like really, again, that didn't bother me as much. If again, you showed me a give me a montage, <laughs> give me something that showed me where the buildup is. That's what that's what I'm trying to say. Is like. They were characters in this. Yo, the first seven minutes of this movie was freaking amazing. Yes. That character was brilliant. I loved it. His background. Hanzo? Yes. Yeah. I loved all that. And I had no issues too much with, like, um, um, the guy, like, all the other little arcs too much. I didn't really have an issue too much with uh, uh, um, Jax. I thought that was interesting about the fight and uh, arms and stuff like that. And 
I thought it was weird how he got the major arms, but I, I wasn't gonna nitpick it too much. But I like he found his arcana. Yeah, no, still, <laughs> apparently ribbled his arms. Um, again, I, that's nitpicking for me. I would have been fine with that. Sonia, I felt. I really didn't know what the hell her purpose. Like, I, not that purpose. I didn't know what her motivation. She just seemed to want to be the fighter for this, and but. She wanted. No it's like she wanted to get into the club, but nobody wanted her to go and get I in. Really, <laughs> that's what it was. I knew that she was basically going to kill Kano. Um, yeah, but he. All right, so here's another one that 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 gets to me mm. with this movie is that when they're like, "Oh, if you have the mark, you're the chosen one. You're the you're a chosen one for mm-hmm. the tournament." But if you kill somebody that has the mark, you get that mark that they had. Mm-hmm. So you're not really a chosen one because if it could be trans- well, no, you were chosen because you were supposed to be one of the best fighters. If somebody's better than you, that they can beat you <laughs> and kill you, then they get the mark. I don't see any problem with that. Eh. You know what I'm saying? That's like anything else. It's like any uh, any other. You move up higher in in, in the ranking. You move <laughs> up higher in the tower. But why say chosen though? You're like you're the chosen one. But again, that's that's, that's that just I guess. It's well, just, okay. Keep this in mind. I think the problem was that. Everybody's referencing that mark based on Cole, because Cole was born with it, and it's almost like people that go to uh, an elite no. But college, even even Sonya Blade said it when they were, she was like, everybody that has the mark is a chosen one. Well, she keeps on she keeps on saying it like that. But again, she also said he was the only one that they have met that actually was born with one. Yeah, everybody else like earned it in a fight, and that's that's basically so they were all these little trials and errors with the fight that basically the mark kept on pa- getting passed on. Um, to a better fighter, so that makes sense. It's just that Cole was born with it. He was an elitist, which I thought was funny. That basically he became like it was almost like a college that automatically because you're you're a legacy, Lineage, yeah, legacy. your legacy automatically in. That's basically seems like that's what it was. Yeah, for him. which I guess would make sense uh, for him or Sub Zero because their families always fight and always bring. I don't know. Um, but continue the story. So, all right. So, on one of the characters I did, I, th- I felt they didn't do good justice with was Liu King. Why? Because he was smaller? He was... I, I didn't care for him. Like, the character, the guy that played him. I'm like, uh I don't know. I don't know what it was. I Luke, think they didn't... Kung Lao, to... I like Kung Lao's character. Mm-hmm. Kung Lao, I liked. Liu King, I didn't. I feel like they had to make him smaller because he had to somehow look up to his brother or something like that. His cousin? His cousin. Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, it was a lot. I don't know. I, I thought it was funny that when he was walking up in the silhouette, his silhouette looked identical to to, to the to the first one. <laughs> yeah. I was like, what? <laughs> and then you get this guy that was like five two. Again, I don't know. Um, so here's my other here's my other issues mm-hmm. with it. Not only that, one another thing is that they didn't have the tournament, which I already said that. Um, <laughs> which I kind of understand why they didn't. It was like they were trying to set up the tournament, but they were trying to cancel it. They were trying to kill everybody before the tournament. What yeah. I, but the thing is, if they had the quote-unquote tournament, I think they were just all going to be in the same kind of scenarios. And the whole fun is that you get to pick a different like, scene. scene for each fight. So I liked how they were like, well, listen, we got to catch them before they catch us. Yeah. So let's just start. I'm going to just start sending everybody to random places so they can fight. That was cool. I, I thought that was a cool idea. That concept, I didn't mind. I didn't mind that part. I, I guess. I, I guess if they would have said, "Oh, listen, we're gonna have the tournament," but I don't trust 
that they're not going to gang up on each other. So I'm just going to send each fighter randomly to different places. To different places and they fight each other yeah. in that realm or that 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 arena. So, uh, but it, that was my thing. There was a lot of characters that I would, whatever, but... Melina's, a, Melina's character... Oh, loved her, dude. I'm she sorry. was good. I didn't mind her. I liked but her. But she can talk. I think that's what I liked about her. She huh? was cute and she can talk. Yeah. But like, um, that just is wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Raiden's character was booty. He sucked. I didn't Why? like <sighs> he, what did you want him to do? Want him to do more? I guess I was expecting more out of being that uh, rating. They they were using how they used Raiden in the first one on this one as more of want a British man, not a British man. <laughs> no, not that. Not I'm not talking about. <laughs> you want you want the not, Highlander? <laughs> yes, I wanted the. Highlander. I, not the character, the actor itself, but yeah. I wanted, I wanted to, I wanted Raiden to have more of a dominant role in the movie. Why? But he even said he was supposed to stay out of it. He said it, but just because he said it doesn't mean that he has. I think to. the problem ultimately lied with the fact that they basically chose to focus on Cole versus everybody. Like, you know, what I'm saying like. Cole's story was the most dominant and he was the only person you really looked to for anything versus actually kind of going through everybody's story little by little. I mean, Marvel does it all the time. I know sometimes that takes longer, but, and that's what I'm saying. I think if they, the fact, the problem was they focused on one person, period. Yeah. They shouldn't it. have. I they, think it should have been something where it's like, they everybody's part of it, everybody's whatever. Um, like I hate that they were hating on, on um, what's his name? The... Um, the character, I can't remember his character. The one who takes the souls. Uh, Sung Ching. Sung Sing. I forget. Sung? But um, I think he did an okay role. I mean, maybe the first one, I like that actor better. Yeah. Maybe it was, but. He had and, more of a dominant presence in the, the Yeah, the and the thing is, I like the actor. Um, And if you were to bring back that same actor, great. But I don't think this guy dropped the ball with what he no. did. He did what he was supposed to do. He did a decent role. And I just think it's funny that people are just like kind of shooting on it. Sorry. You know, that's not because they should. Yeah, they're him. just on him like that. Like, I, there's a lot to salvage about this movie that was good, and I think that it's, I think we're just kind of like catered to because it's like we're we're ultimately expecting because we know good movies can be made. We expect every one of these to be that movie, and it's just not going to be like that right now. And 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 you know what it is? I accepted this. Knowing I came in knowing this movie was not going to be good, but it's it I wasn't knew- bad. I didn't think it was bad. Like I think there was salvageable I didn't think things it was that I good. Like. I that was know. that was that's my opinion. I know I'm not I'm not trying to tell you what your opinion is. I'm just trying to say is I truly didn't believe it was bad. I thought it was I, I, I thought think, it was good. I thought there was things that I wish it wasn't like that. I wish it was, it was many, different. There was a lot of plot holes, and, but there was a lot of things I was like, man, I like that they did that. Yeah, of course, there's going to be scenes. Are you telling me there's plot holes? Yeah, You're looking for plot holes in Mortal Kombat. Go for it. Everywhere. Which one? In the chest, in the saw, <laughs> in the heart. Um, so here's here's another thing that I didn't like yeah. about it. And uh, let me know what you thought. Go for it. Uh, was the last fight scene where you have two of the most popular characters in the, in the movie franchise, mm. Scorpio versus Sub-Zero. And it felt like they made Scorpio, Scorpion weak weaker than Sub-Zero because he had like double team with, with Cole 
to try to fight him and he still fought kind of like lost until like the last they were they were in the arena and they were doing like power moves together like combos i felt i i felt that was disrespectful to scorpion's character i thought the fight team was great up until that part like i just think that they just needed him to do something versus like just punching ice um it would have been more interesting if another character came as a surprise to help sub-zero yeah and then cole could have fought him that i would have been okay with that but just because he was such a badass at the beginning of the movie his character that he's still not strong enough to go against sub-zero still after he's been in like hell for thousands of years holding this grudge and still can't complete the task by himself i think that was a little short on the fight scene but again i could see why they did it but it was a little short on the character you're right they should have just given him somebody else to fight yeah um so that's so that was something they could have they could have done better but yeah like i did like (laughs) the fight scene itself i did like the the moves i did like the final stuff yeah and then they already indicated they're gonna come out with that part two I hope they do, and I hope now, hopefully, they take everybody's criticism and try to adapt it. No more coal. No more coal. Yeah, normal coal. I, you know what really messed me up that I didn't mention before? What? I thought that was his sister. At the beginning the, of the oh, oh, yeah, right? I'm like, uh, that's his wife the whole time? No, but no, no, no. no. Oh, no not that that was his wife. Okay, so oh, the, the daughter? The, the daughter. I thought the daughter was his sister. Because, so it threw me off when, you know, she called her mom and this guy's kissing. I'm like, oh. But then I'm like, oh, no, that's that's his daughter. Like, it just, it just, <laughs> I felt like Cole looked like such a young character that his daughter looked like she was like 16, 17 years old. And this guy looks like he's in the early 20s. Yeah. So it was a little confusing. There's a lot of confusion with that movie. But let's get into the Nickies with it. Okay. I give it. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna. I, I'm. I'm gonna, I'm gonna predict your, your Nikki's. I'm gonna. I no, already, no, no, no! Don't, don't wait. wait okay. Wait. I'll give it. I want. I'm between two and a half and three. I'm. I'm like. I would say two point seven five. I'm gonna go with three. I'm comfortable with three. I, the reason I say that is because it was. Like I said, it was not a bad movie. No, I know. I know. That's what I'm saying. It was entertaining, but it wasn't No, good. no, no. I'm not even saying that entertaining or that. It was, you don't like, think it, it was a, a bad movie? It was not a freaking B movie, bro. It's not a no. bad movie. It was not. like It was It was a B movie with a, 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 a huge, movie budget. I'm a huge fan of Resident Evil. And I know those movies are not necessarily good. And that was not Resident Evil. Trust me. That was not Resident Evil level. That was at least, a, if anything, a step above it. But it's not that level. So I don't want to call it a bad movie. I just thought it was it was decent. It could have been way better. All right, guys. And with that, thank you so much for tuning in to the latest episodes of Nerds in the City. As always, you can find us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Nerds in the City. You can let us know what you think at Nerds in the City Podcast at gmail.com. Let us know your thoughts, concerns, questions, reviews, or comments. Also, you can also go to our our Apple podcast at Nerds in the City and give us a rating so we could go up in the charts so we could get exposed more. And as always, guys, tell a nerd, send a nerd, bring a nerd. See you next week. Good night. <laughs>